Hello, Penny here. Today on my garden podcast. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, leave it. I'm glad he's not one of those dogs that just barks all the time at people. I saw him the other day sitting with the bricklayer during one of his breaks. The bricklayer's not Joey's breaks. Having a cuddle with the bricklayer, getting loads of attention, getting his ears fluffed. That's good. That's good. It's coming off quite nicely. What the situation is here is we've got a very nice looking japonica, which you may remember from such times as season one, Juicy Japonica. Uh, it's now looking really good. It's about a metre and a half tall and it's really full. And it would be, wouldn't it? It's height of summer. Absolutely brilliant. The problem we've got right now is that next to it has been parked a concrete mixer. I believe it to be such a thing. It seems to have a lot of mess around it and a lot of concrete being made from time to time because we're having an... E- Did I tell you we're having extension done? <laughs> the extension of my dreams. Anyway, so there's a lot of mess around it and ultimately this little bed that it's in is going to get probably either paved over or decked over or at least we can't have the japonica in situ at the moment because it's going to, it's going to get ruined because no one likes to be poured concrete over them or even spattered with concrete and no one's going to expect to survive after that are they so i'm hosing it down just chipping off the chipping off the concrete that's landed on the big palmy palmy leaves and then I'm going to move it. I'm going to dig it out the ground and I have everything crossed that I'm not going to kill it when I do that, as I have done with other things. And then put it into a big pot. And so I can then decide later on what to do with it. I think pots are really good if you're a bit indecisive. Um, there we go. There we go, last few leaves. Yeah, pots are really good if you're a bit indecisive or you've got a lot of change going on and you're not sure ultimately what's gonna, what the look of something's going to look like. So you can position it, live with it, see if you like it, but also see whether the plant actually likes that particular spot in the garden. It might not like full sun. It might like shade, for example. So you can try it out. I had a cherry tree... In fact, I do have a cherry tree. I don't know why I went past tents there, which is exactly right behind me. So I still have it. That's the evidence. Uh, This cherry tree has been in a pot since I moved house 10 years ago from London with it. And it was on my balcony terracey thing in London. And it was in a pot because I wanted a tree, but I didn't have the space to plant it necessarily. And I knew that I would be moving at some point. So I wanted to have it portable. And I've never quite got round... (laughs) to planting it and not because I haven't wanted to and not because I haven't had the muscle behind me to help me do that but because I just can't decide where it's going I can't decide what its future is and that's okay I think indecision's all right as long as you've got a bit of a plan so my temporary plan is to keep this cherry tree in a pot it looks all right you know it's not that it's not that exciting as a plant or a tree maybe it's because it's pot bound and it won't grow anymore (laughs) So maybe I need to set it free and see what happens. So anyway, that's not a P1, as we say in our house. P1, P2, priority one, priority two. I believe it's a project management term. I could be wrong. I've I've never been a project manager, but is it a priority? Is it the first priority? Is it important? Is it urgent? All that kind of business. Moving this Japonica right now is a P1 before the bricklayer and the builder return tomorrow 
to do a bit more laying. So let's get stuck in with a bit of digging. It's going to take a while. Don't worry, I'll do that speeding up thing that you can do on podcasts where you come back when I've finished. You have to listen to me digging the whole thing up. Be about 15 minutes. See you then. So that's the hard work done, digging it up. And I'm a little warmer now. I will, I will, I will share that with you. And the fruit of the labour is a nice juicy japonica sitting in the barrow, in the wheelbarrow. I've wheeled it all the way up the garden now to where I'm going to finally place it in a pot in front of a new building at the end of the garden, which is going to be our office. And I think um, she, I don't know why I'm calling japonica she, it feels like a she name. She's going to be very happy there, I hope. So let's get the pot prepared for her with some nice soil and then hopefully that root ball will somehow squadge in and that's job done isn't it so let's get over to the crocs it sounds like some thunderous water is being <laughs> coming out somewhere it's just the water but filling up a watering can and the reason for that is because i'll need it for when i pot the japonica into this massive pot which i found it's not the most attractive it's been around for years you know one of those but i just want to wash all the crocs so i found a few of those pesky beasts called slugs i've never done this before so it's all draining out over the top of these muddy crocs i look like i'm panning for gold what oh, i love the crocs in here though now you have some favorite crockery from the kitchen that broke and you went oh i'll turn that into a croc for the garden got loads of nice habitat stuff habitat's a store if you're not from the united kingdom or of an age where you don't remember such things that was started by a designer who brought modern design to british homes in the 70s and frankly it was brilliant and it was a store that you'd go to as a treat to pick up a thing from habitat and we were a family we were a family my parents never really liked habitat very much not with it you know it wasn't like an expensive piece of dark wooden furniture that they really like to fill their home with we've got a stripy mug we've got a little dish for i don't know olives um the back end of an old like a big casserole type dish thing in there oh sweet anyway habitat closed down in the credit crunch and then the brand got bought by Sainsbury's, this big supermarket chain. And between you and me, it's not quite the same. Anyway, <laughs> good old habitat. It's now in the bottom of a pot. Okay, so I've uh, got my compost. I know it's not compost, it's farmyard manure. I'm a bit away with the fairies today, I have to say. I'm on a day off and I didn't mean to take a day off, but it just happened really nicely in that I've got nothing pressing to do and no calls or appointments or meetings. And so I woke up this morning and decided it was a day for IKEA. So off I went to IKEA and got some bits, a rug, a doormat. I looked at some other things and went, oh, I don't know. And that was it. It's quite pleasant. And now I think my brain's gone into that kind of mellow, who are we? What are we doing? What's the agenda? Relaxing, I think you might call it. So I'm going to lift this massive japonica up and see if I can squadge it into the pot. Squadge is a good word, isn't it? 
Okay. Right, that is, I've put too much in. This is always the problem, isn't it? I was so delighted with myself about giving Japonica a bit of farmyard manure and being generous with it. <laughs> I forgot that actually the root ball was massive. So anyway, I was at Ikea a few weeks ago, actually. I had a date. I had an appointment with Dave, the kitchen planner. Because did I mention we're having an extension? <laughs> so off the back of the success of the podcast, we're able to afford it. No, we're not at all. So anyway, the um, the kitchen designer people are all there. They've got this... God, they're really taken over with this big section of Ikea now. They've all got their special little areas that look, they look really, you know, creative and artistic. And it's a bit like nicer lighting than the rest of Ikea. So you, you go and you feel quite special. So I had this date with Dave, the kitchen designer. Uh, honestly, with full intention of thinking, yes, Ikea kitchens are pretty all right. And he helped design this kitchen, which frankly I'd designed in my head about three years ago and I just told him where to slot stuff in and then he measured it all up and told me what the price would be and I nearly fell off my swivel chair that I was sitting on uh, and anyway I thanked him very much for the design and I said I'll be ordering it very soon and I haven't done anyway today I thought I saw him and I was a bit embarrassed I thought he'd like been watching out for me to accuse me of wasting his time and not actually following through with the commercial side of the deal. Anyway, he was busy with another customer, so I scuttled by, embarrassed to get my to get my doormat. Right, let's try one more time. Is Japonica going to fit in? Joey, please, just out away. It's very interesting. Oh, he's been really digging recently. He's like digger the dog. He's been really into it. He's I think it's because there's loads of digging going on around the property. It's given him sort of license to have a go himself. He's really funny in the mornings when the builders all arrive. Joey, leave it. Good. Good boy. When the builders arrive, he's like the gaffer. He inspects them all. He goes up to them, sniffs them all, looks at what the work they're doing, settles back watches them do it i'm glad he's not one of those dogs that just barks all the time at people otherwise we'd have a headache for about three months but yeah he's pretty cool i saw him the other day sitting with the bricklayer during one of his breaks the bricklayer's not joey's breaks having a cuddle with the bricklayer getting loads of attention getting his ears fluffed anyway let's see if with japonica will fit in now can she will she will it inanimate object oh i can't lift that on my own can i yeah go on okay yeah that's it we're in it's only slightly below the top line of the pot but it will sink down over time because it's very heavy so that's okay i'm not too fussed about that i'm not worried and it is nearly straight just a little bit of adjustment there but that'll that'll tamp down as well and once i water it it will really go down so this is the difficult bit, isn't it? Getting underneath a plant with loads of leaves, getting your head in there to see that you're actually filling it and all the gaps that its root ball has left. And there's loads of voids, caverns underneath that need filling. While I do this, I'll just tell you that um, we looked at the, we looked at the numbers. We ran the numbers 
on the Garden Podcast to see which of the ep- which of the podcasts were the most popular episodes. And number one <laughs> of the most popular episode is from last season, and it's called Joey Leave It. And it's something I say to Joey probably three times a day, if not more, when he's doing about to do something or he's doing something. He's a very good dog. He hears the word leave it and then leaves it or stops doing what he... It's like the mummy voice. It's ah, 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 leave it. So he's just looked at me like slightly guiltily. He won't do anything, darling. It was just for demonstration purposes. It's okay. It's all right. Um, so yeah, Joey leave it was a really good one. And tomato emergency with my mum Delia last year oh that's getting heavy and twizzling it around now there's loads of cavernous bits I'm just tucking this japonica in right anyway so why don't you go back and listen to season one especially especially Joey leave it because it's a good episode it's a good fun episode and um, I'm going to carry on doing this because it's quite boring uh, for you to listen to me doing this and I'm going to hope that once it's all tucked away and all these gaps have been filled that Japonica will have a happy life in the in the pot of indecision for now anyway.